Hello, my friends. This is astrologer TK Brainerd, and you're listening to the Stars for the People Astrology Podcast for the week of November 8th, 2010, here on EmpowerRadio.com, empowering you. This week, the energy really lifts considerably. We still have the Sun in Scorpio for another couple weeks or so. We still have Venus uh, in retrograde motion. Jupiter continues to be in retrograde motion. But we have Mercury entering the sign of Sagittarius on Monday, November 8th, joining Mars, the action and energy planet of the Zodiac, who's already in Sagittarius has been there for the last week. And having both of those planets move out of Scorpio is really going to to raise the energy somewhat. Now, as we start the week, we are still recovering, processing, um, however you want to say it, from Saturday's very, very intense, very deep new moon in the sign of Scorpio. And So if you haven't worked with this new moon already, I want to make you aware of that as we start the week, because even though you've probably felt the energy lift already, we remain under the auspices of that new moon for at least a week after the new moon. So, you know, with the the lunar cycle, we have the new moon and right before the new moon, the energy is really winding down. The new moon is, you know, the dark of the moon. So it's a great time to sort of sit with that area of our life, whatever sign that area of, uh, of your life corresponds to in your chart and look at what you want to release from the previous year in that area of your life. And then a lot of people like to use the new moon to try to set an intention for the coming cycle in that area. And I do that sometimes. I've found that personally for me, a lot of times it's easier to get a clear feeling about what it is that I want to let go of than it is what's coming next for me. Although I do believe in, in, you know, if you have that intention in that area. So for example, let's say you're a Taurus and you're listening to this Scorpio is your solar seventh house, which is about relationships. And, um, you know that you, you want to let go of this relationship that's not working for you. And you also know, I want to, I really want to meet a partner in the next year who is somebody that I can be proud to be with and somebody who has my back and somebody who has some of the qualities that I'm looking for. Well, by all means, you know, the new moon is a great time to set that intention. So as we're going into this week, we still have that new moon energy, um, sort of hanging around even though with the moon in Sagittarius at the start of the week and with Mercury shifting into Sagittarius, we're going to feel much more of that Sagittarius fire sign, optimistic energy coming out. But at the same time, it's good to, it's good to remain aware of what that intention is. And one of the places that you can look, you know, so Scorpio is this very inner directed sign, um, I've blogged quite a bit about the Scorpio new moon on the website. So if you haven't checked that out and you want to get deeper into the mechanics of Scorpio energy, it's all sort of there for you in a very uh, personalized format, sharing my own crazy experiences with Scorpio energy. But um, the way Scorpio works is by going into deep into the psyche and 
the power that Scorpio has is, is its willingness to sit with and to explore and to examine Scorpios are the, like the psychotherapists and the private detectives of the Zodiac to So to examine the dark energy, the scary places in the soul that, you know, most of us fear to tread. And if you just look from wherever you are now back at what's been going on mentally, Scorpio tends to be a very obsessive kind of energy. Um, it's an emotional, it's a water sign, but most of us live in our heads. So a lot of times we express that, you know, through, through mentality. And if you look back and say, what have I been really obsessing about what's been bothering me for the last week or so? And, and really this even goes back, um, goes further back four five, six weeks back when Mars first entered Scorpio. And you may be able to pinpoint right now, just as you're listening to this, oh yeah, that's the pattern right there. That's what I want to let go of. Well, this week is a great time to set that intention to, to go ahead and release that. How do you do that? You know, I like to ritualize things. Um, I may light a couple candles. Um, if I have them, I may light candles with appropriate colors for the life area that I'm dealing with. You know, and that's something that you can look up online if you don't already know that. Um, but sometimes, uh, you know, there are a million ways of, of doing a ritual. The, the point of ritual is to focus your intention. And the great Native American medicine man, Fool's Crow, said that he called rituals focusing tools. And he said, you know, really what you're doing when you're doing a ritual is if you're drawing a circle in the in your backyard, you know, and... and putting candles around it or sprinkling tobacco or cornmeal around it. Or if you're building an altar or, you know, you're drawing a picture or whatever, you're hiking out to a sacred place in the woods or going to your favorite power spot in the park. He said all of those, what you're really doing is you're showing your soul. You're showing your mind and you're showing the powers out there. You're showing God, you know, the powers of the directions that, uh, are so central to Native American practice that you're serious enough about this intention that you're willing to put yourself out a little bit to make it happen. So a ritual can really be anything that brings your intention into action, into the physical world. And it's a great time to, you know, to look within as we come out of this new moon and say, Hey, what is it? What are some of the emotional patterns, some of the obsessive mental patterns or whatever that I'm really ready to let go of? And I'm going to just set my intention and say, hey, I want to let go of this. I want to be free of this. I want to release this. And then with Mercury going into Sagittarius, Sagittarius is the search for truth. You know, it's a fire sign. It's inspiration. It's creativity. The water signs, Scorpio, Pisces, Cancer are more associated with the soul. So they're deep, emotional, you know, tend to be slower moving. Um, things, things have to build up quite a bit before they spill over or boil over. And with the fire signs we're you were dealing with quick, fast inspiration, creativity, passion. You know, I get these ideas as Mercury joins Mars and Sagittarius this week. I think what we're going to find is that 
we've been sort of marinating or stewing in the deep places of the psyche for a while now with all the Scorpio energy. And even though we still have the sun in Scorpio, so wherever the sun is, that's, you know, that's where a lot of our focus is going to continue to be. We have this nice balance now with Mercury and Mars and Sag that's um, giving us a, a quicker mentality, a way of, you know, um, a way of finding solutions, finding spiritual answers to the problems that we're dealing with. So fire and air are associated with spirit, you know, so the, the, the higher mental principle that um, we can tap into, maybe we'd say the higher self that enables us to put our intention, send it down into the soul realms and then, you know, see what we get back from that. And we don't want to be too much in the soul because if we do, we drown, right? But we don't want to be too much in the spirit either because if we ignore the things of the soul, the water element, the earth element, our emotions, our body, then we become sterile and detached. And, you know, we become the fundamentalist preacher who is, um, you know, just flowing with this incredible flow, the golden tongue and lighting up with spirit, you know, and then eventually ends up, um, having sex with the choir or with the gay prostitutes or with the non-gay prostitutes or whatever, you know, um, we've seen that drama repeated over and over again. And that can be the, the drawback with Sagittarius energy is that it can be so, um, self-assured of its own truth. I think that was oxymoronic, um, or redundant self-assured of its own truth, but you know what I'm saying? that it can go into that kind of fundamentalist place. And, you know, with Mars and Sag, that's something that we want to watch out for is if you, uh, you know, and I can definitely recognize this with a, a Leo rising in an Aries moon. That's a lot of fire energy that, you know, I can be very convinced of my truth. And, um, uh, you know, there's a good quality in that, in the sense of being willing to stand up for what you believe in. But, especially in our private relationships or if we, you know, if, if we decide, Hey, I'm right. And these other people are wrong. And then we're going to negate those people. And, you know, I think a, a course in miracles, I love the, the, uh, philosophy of a course in miracles. It says, you know, we're all going to get there sooner or later. We're all going to get to the truth sooner or later. And one of the challenges with Sagittarius energy is how can I share my truth in ways that are authentic and that respect my, my passion and the inspiration that I'm receiving, what's trying to flow through me, my truth, but how can I share it in ways that are honest and are forthcoming and are frank, but also don't put people on the defensive or put people back on their heels or, you know, state things so dogmatically so that really the person that you feel like you're trying to convince or save or, or help actually ends up going in exactly the other way and saying, whatever, you're a freak. I'm not going to get involved with that. And the, the last thing I'd really like to kind of look into today is, you know, it's interesting that election time every year is during the Scorpio time, you know, this really deep um, just deep, obsessive, powerful, mesmerizing kind of energy signature. And right now it's like 
things are so polarized in the USA, you know, and one of the things I'd like to point out is the Sagittarius energy sort of, um, you know, we try to balance that with the Scorpio energy is Scorpio energy may forgive, but it never forgets. It really has a hard time letting go of perceived slights or wrongdoings and Sagittarius energy, you know, prefers to just sort of come in and blast the evildoers and then move on to something bigger and better. And both of those can be really challenging places for us. You know, whatever side of the political spectrum you find yourself on, personally, I'm really happy that we have a Democratic president and a Republican House of Representatives now because, you know, I think the less that gets done in Washington, the better off we probably all are. Um, and I don't get involved in politics much, but one thing that I, um, you know, I'm kind of going back, um, on the website and, and writing some pieces about the start of my journey or, or the middle phase of my journey when I started really making a move out of, um, these really deep, dark, uh, I keep saying deep, dark, huh? Over and over. Interesting. Interesting Scorpio late night energy here down in the, uh, down in the cave in Waterford. Um, but yeah, coming out of this really, uh, dark and painful part of my life and, and sort of really accelerating on the spiritual path and, and trying different things and trying to figure out, you know, what was the way for me. And I had some just really powerful experiences in California in 2003 and one of them was um, I volunteered for the presidential campaign of Dennis Kucinich, who I still think is just this really honorable man. You know, somebody who wanted to start a uh, replace the War Department with a Department of Peace. You know, somebody, and, and maybe I don't agree with all of his politics, um, but somebody that I felt had very noble humanitarian ideals. And I remember going out door to door canvassing with, um, and I got assigned to work with this kind of older lady from, we were in San Francisco and she seemed like this really sweet kind of a hippie grandmother lady. And as we go up to the first door, she tells me that she keeps, she's like real sweetly, like I keep this picture of George Bush under my doormat in front of my door so that every time I walk in or out of my door, I can just step on him and really just grind his face into the cement. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be an interesting afternoon, you know, and it really threw me for a loop. And I kind of got done with that experience and I realized, and, and, so the result of the uh, Democratic primary in California was that Kucinich just got destroyed. You know, I mean, we, we had all of us on the campaign. I mean, I thought, I think a lot of us thought that he was actually going to win the Democratic nomination in California, you know, which would have been huge on the national scene. Uh, definitely drinking the Kool-Aid at that point. And he got like less than 1% or something. I mean, just totally crushed. And... It was so disheartening, but I reflected on that and I realized, you know, and, and I was just starting to understand 
the way energy works and the way the, the shadow projection mechanism and the, the both the individual and the collective soul work. And I, that was when I really got it. You can't do good by projecting anger and hatred onto your so-called enemies. And with, you know, in this kind of Scorpio Sagittarius area of the Zodiac, we have these interesting choices because with Scorpio, we have to go into the dark feelings. You know, that's, that's part of the path through them. If Scorpio is about death and rebirth, the death of the ego and regeneration into the higher life of the soul or the deeper life of the soul. And Sagittarius is about activating the higher self and bringing the higher self, that higher spiritual creativity and passion and inspiration down into the soul and into the physical plane. You know, with both of those energies, we're dealing with this negotiation of how do I feel and experience what's not pleasant and what's not comfortable without blindly lashing out and, you know, projecting this onto other people. And so one of the things I'd like to say is whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, you have to realize that hating Obama or hating the Republicans, all you're doing is strengthening that which you hate because like vibrates to like. And, you know, if you're sitting there every day saying, I hate the Tea Party, I hate those Tea Party people, they're all a bunch of, you know, militia, blah, 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 blah. Well, all you're doing is feeding energy into the Tea Party. And same thing if you're like, Obama's a socialist, he's trying to, you know, take away all our jobs and blah, blah, blah. All you're doing is feeding, you know, that socialist energy. And does it mean you don't have a right to those feelings? No. What I think it does mean is, you know, and, and all of us, we can find areas in our life where, where we need to get better at this, um, I think maybe it's the fundamental thing that we came to learn on this planet in a lot of ways is how to take responsibility for the feelings and, and the energies that we experience within us. Um, the question is, how can you experience those feelings, you know, not run away from them, not shame yourself or blame yourself for them, not, you know, um, petulantly claim that you have a right to them because the other people really are wrong. How can you feel those and do something positive with them, you know, do something useful with them? And the Scorpio response would be, I'm going to look at those feelings and see what they feel, what they connect to in my past. Why am I so angry at, you know, the Republicans? Well, maybe because, um, you know, my, my father was a Republican and he always abused his power over me. He was mean to me and, you know, then you go back to specific things that you haven't been able to let go of and you work through those and you release that energy. Then you don't have to be mad at the Republicans anymore. Instead of wasting your energy, you know, giving it to the people that you disagree with, you can go create, use that energy to create something better in your own life to empower yourself so that you don't really have to be so worried about what other people are doing. And the Sagittarius response would be, I'm going to find a spiritual technique I'm going to find an energy technique or a new perspective, a new way of looking at the world 
that can free me from my dependence on this old stuck energy pattern. So I'm going to go start doing Tai Chi or Qigong or martial arts, and I'm going to work out my frustration that way. Or, you know, I'm going to uh, meditate. And by doing Zen meditation and sitting and observing my thoughts, I can realize, you know, my thoughts about hating the Tea Party or hating Obama are just these totally ephemeral kind of clouds that pass through my consciousness. And I don't have to attach to those. So just some, just some ideas, you know, um, we all do it, but I feel like it's something that we can't afford to do. And, and it's been a major theme of the podcast this year. If you look at the, the pollution that's out there in the world and the, um, you know, the, the oil spill and, and all of the things that we've been, we've been dealing with this year as far as catastrophes, environmental and, and natural disasters, you know, those all come from our emotions and it doesn't mean that we don't have any, that we're not supposed to have emotions. We, we need to feel what we're feeling. What it does mean is we really need to take step up and take responsibility for that. And, you know, I say that to myself as much as to anybody else out there. And the great thing is the Sagittarius energy that's kind of creeping in. I think we, maybe not an easy combo right now with the Scorpio Sag balancing act going on, but definitely one that can be very, very productive to us and helping us move along our spiritual path. So I hope you found this useful and enjoyable and inspiring until next week. This is astrologer DK Brainerd saying, May you go with the stars. I've seen the best minds of my generation Refuse to take their medication Your electroshocks, your chemical pills mm, Ain't gonna cure what ails us and I've seen the best minds of my generation Washing windows at the service station Gets up the beat turn down the heat Yeah. Uh-huh.